Hello, and welcome back to episode two in December's Points of Discussion podcast. In this episode, we'll hear considerations in favor of sunscreen use in children younger than six months. If you haven't listened to episode one, please go back and do so now. Points of Discussion is a podcast series presenting dynamic and spirited discussions on high-priority topics related to research being done in each of PEDRA's focus study groups. December's episodes are presented by the Neonatal Focus Study Group. Before we begin, it's important to note the views and information expressed during this podcast do not necessarily represent those of the Pediatric Dermatology Research Alliance. The purpose of this podcast is to be thought-provoking and to stimulate new ideas, new collaborations, and novel research. Any reference to medical treatment or disease management is for this purpose only. It is not an endorsement by PEDRA, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Any decisions related to medical care should be made in consultation with qualified healthcare providers. Your moderator for today's episode is Dr. Jennifer Shook. She is the chair of PEDRA's neonatal focus group, and she's also an associate professor at the University of Florida in the departments of dermatology and pediatrics. Joining Dr. Shook for this episode is Dr. Jeanette Jakus. Dr. Jakus is a clinical associate professor of dermatology at SUNY Downstate Health Sciences University and adjunct clinical assistant professor of dermatology at Mount Sinai Medical Center in New York. I'll turn it over to you, Dr. Shook. Okay, so next we have Dr. Jeanette Jagas from SUNY Downstate, who is going to give us a little bit of perspective on potential pros to using sunscreen in younger infants. Dr. Jagas, can you share some of your thoughts with us today? Um, yeah, so, you know, I think it's, it's a really interesting topic that comes up a lot in our clinics. And the issue, the overlying issue really is that the guidelines seem to be mixed. Um, and I think physicians are looking for more concrete guidelines with regards to, specifically with regards to sunscreen use in infants less than six months of age. Um, We see a lot of parents asking about this and I think pediatricians and dermatologists alike are a little bit confused by what advice to give. Yeah, I definitely agree. What do you think might be some alternatives? Like if we were to roll out using sunscreen in younger infants, how would you propose we do that? Well, what we've seen, and a lot of this, again, is anecdotal information, um, information that's being spread online and through social media, um, is that parents are looking for options with regards to sunscreen use in infants under six months of age. And um, I've seen anything from, you know, people using diaper cream to home remedies um, to other, I guess, approved or maybe non-approved ingredients to provide sunscreen to their children. And and um, we want to avoid that. You know, we want to be able to give the proper guidance to parents who we, we know are going to go out and use something. Um, mm-hmm. And we'd like to have some more information about the existing ingredients that we have um, and also the, the types of things that are already being used. Um, you know, I think the most compelling ingredient really is zinc oxide because we're already using that very safely in infants, especially infants less than six months of age. It's in every, you know, diaper cream out there. Um, and it's the same zinc oxide that's being used in sunscreen. Um, so you can very, you know, easily argue that, um, just based on information and, and current use of that ingredient in infants, it should be safe to use. 
Right. Yeah, that's a great point. So the main ingredients in mineral sunscreens are zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, and zinc oxide we use in every diaper paste. It's basically the white stuff in diaper paste. Um, so even though we don't have evidence on sunscreens, I haven't seen a lot of controversies about nanoparticles from, uh, from diaper paste. Uh, hopefully I'm not starting something by bringing that up, but certainly, certainly haven't seen a lot of toxicities or problems in infants. And we know that's a really important, um, like I can't imagine babies without zinc oxide barrier ointment in the diaper, right? So all the diaper rashes we would have. Um, so yeah, you bring up a great point that we do have actually kind of a little bit of maybe not data, but some assumed safety. Um, so yeah, I've, I've seen, I, and I definitely have recommended that in clinic and to close friends when they're unsure that, you know, we you use the diaper ointment on the bum, go ahead and put that a little on the exposed areas if you have to. So that's a great point. I wonder, you know, you mentioned homemade sunscreens and I, I wonder, because we've seen every, you know, all kinds of things in our clinic. I wonder if that might, you know, be more harmful than just saying to go ahead and use sun, you know, use sunscreen that's approved for children, just not for infants. I can imagine there might be some harmful ingredients in homemade sunscreens. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly the point, right? We can't mm -hmm. control that. But if we had more data and we had more guidance on what products could be safely used in kids that age, um, I think it would eliminate that problem. And you're always gonna have people out there who are, you know, think that they know better or have family recipes that they, you know, have been passed down for generations. We see that with everything in medicine. Right. Um, right. I think we can certainly cut down on that if we could provide better guidance. And yeah, that's really I'm... what sort of, you know, brought this whole issue up in our, in our neonatal group, right? It's, you know, what do we tell parents? Right. Yeah, that's a really, a really good point, I think. And I think it, if we could have some more consensus and guidance or a little more clarity, like I mentioned in the opening that the FDA says no sunscreen use, but then the AAP waivers a little bit, um, that that would be helpful for parents. Do you worry at all? I'm not sure that I worry about this, but do you worry at all that uh, if we say sunscreen use is okay down, you know, in infants less than six months, particularly in the really little infants about the sun exposure, or that we may be endorsing more sun exposure um, as pediatric dermatologists? Yeah, I, that, you know, that's a tricky question. Um, there is that whole issue of moral hazard, right? Like if you endorse the use of sunscreen, that means you're okaying sun exposure. Um, and it can be a mixed message for some people. I don't think the recommendations are ever going to shift from avoiding sun exposure in general. And that's where it's always been. And that's the primary sun, um, sun protection that we recommend for that age group. Um, I think the issue is more in providing clarity on sunscreen. It's very specific, specifically in, in um, providing clarity for sunscreen use. Um, so I think to advocate, you know, we will always advocate for sun avoidance and sun protection. Um, and I don't think that that should change, but I, I see your point and I, it may be treading some muddy waters if we, if we try to recommend sunscreen um, more broadly. I don't, I also don't think that, that it's going to be possible to do that um, and to recommend it safely without there being clinical trials. Um, and I, and I unfortunately don't know or think that that's going to happen. Um, but the area that we could provide some more clarity in is in, you know, in how to use sunscreen, because as you mentioned, there are some guidelines that do allow, especially I think the AAP guidelines 
do allow or do recommend sunscreen use in limited areas. Um, so if we can maybe better define that and give guidance to our patients, um, and then also to have some consistency in the guidelines. I think the SPD, I was looking at the SPD guidelines and one of their statements is that sunscreen is safe in babies over six months of age. And to me, that implies that it's not safe in babies under six months of age, but we don't know that. We don't have that information. So I think just having some, creating some consistency in guidelines um, should be a goal for you know, whatever research or whatever comes out of um, research in this age group for sunscreen use. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I wanted to point out, because you brought that up, um, on healthychildren.org, which is a um, publication online of, from the American Academy of Pediatrics here in the US. And I thought it was interesting, again, wording can be so important sometimes because it says, when adequate clothing and shade are not available, parents can apply a minimal, of, um, I'm sorry, a minimal amount of sunscreen with at least 15 SPF. So to me, there's two problems wrong or two problems with this. The first is to say a minimal amount of sunscreen, like if you're gonna use sunscreen, then just lather it on, right? I, I, want, I don't want people to sparingly use sunscreen ever. That's like, you know, false uh, hope for protection because you can't put sunscreen on thinly. And then the other is actually, I don't really tell anybody at least 15 SPF anymore. I tell people the, the more, the better, or at least 50 or um, especially here in Florida. So I, I wouldn't put 15 SPF personally anywhere near a recommendation for, um, for infant sunscreen. So I thought this might be, it's nice. It's sort of nice that the AP in this, in this website was offering a little bit of, well, we know you might need to use it sometimes, but we don't want to have mixed messaging of you might need to use it, but then if you do just use a little bit. Right. Right. It's very confusing. It's confusing to you and it's confusing even more so to, to consumers and to patients of ours. Um, I think there's going to have to be a lot of work and research in order to really safely make a strong recommendation for use of sunscreen in babies six months and younger. Um, but I agree. I think it, I think there again may be enough evidence to show that zinc oxide as an ingredient is safe enough to use. And if we're going to make a re recommendation that you know even minimal amounts can be used, I think there should be a focus on using zinc oxide again, because there is a precedent for that in that age group. And then I think there should be a focus also on, you know, how much is, is safe. Um, again, we don't have the data, the scientific data to support that. But as long as that, you know, if, if the risk to benefit ratio weighs towards um, use of sunscreen, then I think it's, you know, it should be an okay guideline to recommend sunscreen use in that age group. It's a, it's very, it's a very tricky, you know, tricky topic. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's why we're here today. You know, that reminds me of something else I wanted to bring up for the listeners. So one of the things I think maybe people don't appreciate uh, so much is that actually, in pediatric dermatology, we sort of live in a world of not actually having, quote, FDA approval for a lot of the things we do. So it's, it's true that a lot of the medications we use, things that we use every day, including some of our topical steroids, 
haven't been approved for those indications, but we use them commonly. So that might be another thing to consider is that it's almost like now that we've put the six month thing on websites, on the AAP, on the SPD, um, we've, we've sort of created a dogma, but in reality, there's so many things we use that aren't quote approved all the time in pediatric dermatology. I, I feel like probably 80% of what I do isn't approved by the FDA for its use. I mean, now we have things like biologics that are now approved for children, but before that, we certainly had to use those sometimes. You're absolutely right. I mean, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, and I think, you know, sunscreen even, I would think is even a more of a benign um, ingredient or sorry, product to be using. Um, there's no guidelines on use of, you know, babe, other baby products that are available right. over the counter. So why, you know, why do we put the stop at sunscreen, you know? <laughs> so I, again, yes, I agree with you. I think as as you know, authorities in the world of, of skin, um, and in specifically in pediatric dermatology, um, we should at some point be able to make that recommendation to our patients. Yeah, that's those are great points. Because um, in general, we're we're definitely pro sunscreen use. We know that if people have to be outside, we want them to be protected as much as possible. So th that's a great point. In episode three, we're going to come back together for a group discussion, weigh the pros and cons, and consider some practical aspects of this quote controversy. This has been episode two in our Pedra Points of Discussion podcast series. Is sunscreen use safe in infants under six months. Thank you to Dr. Jeanette Jacobs for highlighting the gaps in the research. Tune in to episode three as Dr. Jeanette Jacobs and Dr. Irene Lara Corrales come together to discuss this topic. Thank you so much to our program sponsors, AbbVie Inc., Eli Lilly and Company, Sanofi Genzyme, and Regeneron Pharmaceuticals for supporting this program. Pedra is solely responsible for all the program content and the selection of all presenters, authors, moderators, and faculty. Please subscribe to the Pedra Pearls podcast channel and be sure to leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. You can find more educational content in the Pedra app available for Apple and Android users. Thanks for listening.